When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex. I play guitar. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm the singer for Group Project. Hey, I'm Jeremy. I do the production for our band. And you're listening to Tobin Tonight. So the really the, the first big question I want to ask you is how did the idea of Group Project come to be the idea? Like the, the name of it? Because Again, I think it all started when some guy named Dave seen you three little fuckers in a classroom and said, put them in the getter because they're just being chaotic. And then you're like, yeah, you guys can put us in a group project. Awesome. That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, what's the getter? Put them in the getter? Oh, like put them together. I'm a Newfoundlander. That's my accent coming by. I understand. moly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, basically the name was all me. I came up with it, and that's it. <laughs> and that's why it sucks. <laughs> no, honestly, Jeremy called me one day. At least this is my story of it. And he was like, yeah, I just came up with a sick name, Group Project. Or he said, what do you think of it? And honestly, at first, I didn't like it. Yeah. But his rationale was that the domain name didn't exist. Nobody else had used it. You look up groupproject.com, nada. No, so it worked we were, out. Everything really we were real. doing, we were doing everything very collaboratively and very together. True. And A lot uh, of people. Three guys working towards the same thing. Yeah, not all of us putting in the same amount of effort. So just like in school, group projects. Yeah, and we were all in school and college at the time. Yeah, and it's hilarious, like how much you hear group project in school. Your teacher's like, "Oh, we're gonna have a group project, group project." Yeah, obviously, we have a bad now. And it grew on me a lot. I think it grew on us a lot. At first, Jeremy calls me too. I'm like, I fucking hate it. (laughs) But then, like, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. So. We're, oh, still, yeah. we're, still, uh, we're still called Group Project today. I like how you tied in the, like, the Group Project to like the album where you said it was like full-time students. Because like, yeah, people yeah. are like, they can relate to that. Where it's like, oh yeah, like I remember being a full-time student doing Group Projects. But I feel like there's still there's people who probably didn't look at the music side. And they're like, oh, like this is like a TED Talk. I'm really interested. And like, okay, when are they going to talk? Why do they keep singing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, full-time student was actually our first album, our first EP. Yeah. And then we, when we met our manager, we kind of, so we took some stuff down to redo them and find our sound. And so it ended up being re-released after a few of our other songs. But that was the first album. Yeah, and it was part of the whole, the whole branding, you know, like yeah, group project full-time yeah. student. Still is very much. So. Alex came up with the logo, same kind of thing, right? The three little stick. Pens. When I was like, in class. <laughs> I feel like I feel like not 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 to like make overly fun of you, but I'm like I feel like that took a lot of effort. I feel like you sat there one day. They're like, we got the name. Now, can you do a design? You're like, all right, guys. Not yeah, there. We a whole bunch. Of, I tried making a whole bunch of logos, like different stuff. And, they're you know, terrible. Alex is like, they're all awful. And he goes, three stick men. I'm like, that's stupid. And here we yeah. are. <laughs> I think I drew like maybe like five little things on literally like a loose leaf, and I was like, that one's the the coolest one because it's very like it's. Like the three stick man together, it's like a, a unit, you know, we're three in the band, but it shows like group project, brotherhood almost, or sisterhood or whatever you want to call it. Got their it. hands up like that. So it's like yeah. champions of the world. Yeah. It, yeah. It means a lot with a little. It's like three guys on stage at the end yeah. of the show. I think Jeremy ended up redoing it to scan it and 
There's like a bump on the head. Yeah, okay. I didn't change it. It's actually it was, it's me. There's a bump on this head too. On it's my me because I, I have a man bun. I guess. I'm a, so. He's Alex is probably the big. I don't know how well Jake can draw, but Alex is really the best like artist. I'm I think between good. three of us. I've never seen you draw. Maybe Jake's really good. I'm not even. I'm not even. Well, maybe maybe Alex thinks he's the best. We're gonna have a drawing contest. Different styles. We have different styles. I tried. I'm I'm the worst. I can't draw for and for the life of me and. um I was trying to just retrace how it's drawing basically, and that's it. Messed it up a little bit. There's a little bit of a bump on my head. I feel like that's like in my family where when you learn to draw, like I have a, a niece that's really good at drawing. Like she can draw like yeah. Lilo's stitch. She can see it on like YouTube and draw it. And I'm just still like, uh, Brian, draw me, draw me like Woody from like, you know, Toy Story. And I'm like, all right, circle, square, hat. And then they're like, that looks really bad. I'm like, our logo with a hat on Yeah. Were there other names that were almost close to it or names that were like so far off that you're like, how is this even on the table? Well, I remember at the beginning <laughs> when I first, when I first like started working with Jeremy here, he was calling himself Harms or Harbeck or whatever. I'm yeah. like, there's no chance. Well, that's the band's being called Harbeck. Because <laughs> like, we sound like a construction well, company. Well, no, because that was like my DJ name was like Harbeck DJ Harms. Uh, okay. That was like my all my buddies in high school used to call me Harb. So I said we were I was working with Jacob Music at first before Alex came and joined the project. And we were called uh, it was like Harbeck feet Jacob Brown or DJ Harb's feet Jacob Brown. Yeah, like featuring and then Alex came for one of our songs. Jerry was like, yeah, I have my buddy from IGA, the local grocery store that's gonna come. He wants to jam. And then yeah. when we were putting out the song, we we're like, that's how you first put it. You're like, we can't put it out like Harb's featuring Jacob Brown featuring Alex on guitar. Yeah. So there was no other options besides your project, like. For me, at least, Jeremy just said "new project," and I was like, "Sure." Yeah, and it's that at that point that we knew <laughs> that we were going to be called Group Project. <laughs> yeah. Yes. At that point, full, there you go, full circle. I I like that. Just imagine if you kept down that train where it was like each one of you, and it's like featuring, featuring, featuring. It's like guys, it's been like four years. Just come up with it. It's like yeah, but we feature like different people all the time. It's like yeah, but there are six features on this it's like, <laughs> all right well featuring six people how's that yeah. sound now yeah, you're not giving them any credit like yeah, yeah. originally too we were working with like some different people and stuff and we were all kind of we were kind of learning like getting yeah. into making songs and, and that's, that's what so. it really was like a group project uh, like we we're we wanted to have this big collab but i think as time progressed we, we, we decided realized, that like, we're the three best than... people in the world that do what we <laughs> That's how I feel about this podcast. I am the best podcaster in Newfoundland. And it's yeah. like, yeah, actually, you're not. Are you actually in Newfoundland right now? I am in Newfoundland, yes. Oh, that's freaking awesome. That's cool. I've never yeah. been to Newfoundland. I want to go so bad. I, I feel like I saying that, and then like there's a production team just saying in the back room, and they just like storm in. They're like, <laughs> stop lying to them. It's like, and then <laughs> it's, like green, it's like green room. Yeah, yeah. It's like all of a sudden, like I fall, and then this whole background that you see just like, turns into a green screen <laughs> and then you see like a Toronto Maple Leafs rink behind me and you're like, <laughs> you liar. <laughs> Did you see the Broadway show come from away? I haven't seen it just because I feel like as a Newfoundlander, like I feel like I lived it and I feel like that's a little bit like people like, like you, people are, you, you no, no, like I, so I wasn't a part of it, but I just feel as a Newfoundlander, like when the whole nine 11 happened, I was only like 10 when it happened but like i get the whole story because in the moment the, the days after you were hearing the stories down here of us taking people in from gander years later they come back because they like newfoundland and i'm like i get it this has been our whole life anyway where people yeah, come yeah, they, yeah. they don't want to leave so i'm like this isn't news to me but yeah. everyone else is like how 
how egotistical and arrogant of you to say that. I'm like, dude, I live here. I know what our culture is. It was a good play, though. Oh, I, absolutely. It's the only thing I know about Newfoundland. Come from come no well if it was that's a good start because it's better than someone just being like hey you guys have like uh screech and you kiss cods and stuff I'm like that is only to become a Newfoundlander we get you to do a ritual like relax <laughs> like we're not out here every day like did you kiss your cod before you left to go to work today I'm like relax but yeah no I I enjoy being from Newfoundland it has its uh, pros and cons like obviously when I mentioned that question about together and then. It was like, what? What is he saying? That can come so- sometimes get confusing with people, yeah, the whole language know. barrier. But I enjoy it. I ask people a lot of times, what are you at? And they'll be like, what do you mean? I'm like, it just basically means what's up. <laughs> I love that. So use that at the next show. Just pretend be like, Boz, what are you at? And they'll be like, are these guys Newfoundlanders? He's like, no, but we talked to a Newfoundlander, so we kind of feel like we are one. Like, Hello, baby, we're getting over there. We have a project, me too. <laughs> what do you mean? Old Newfoundland. Right, yeah, I will yeah. use that if I am a Newfoundlander. We are yeah, here. yeah, exactly. You you would be warmly welcomed. If you uh, if you open a show and went, what are you at? They'd be like, they understand us. One of us. We will do it. We will. And and the fact that you said new and the fact you said Newfoundland. Like, what are you at? It doesn't mean that at all. It means like fuck all newbies kind of thing. Oh yeah, I, I set you up big time. You'll go to a show and be like, "Man, he told me to say what he at," and we got booed. But I like that you also said it Newfoundland correctly because I know down here anyway when they show NTV, which is like Newfoundland TV, it's like just anything Newfoundland based, and they'll show like Jeopardy. And I think there was a guy that was winning a lot in Jeopardy, and one of the questions was, "Name the furthest like place east in Canada." And he's like, "Oh yeah, Newfoundland." I'm like, "Do not click that buzzer to give that a right answer." I'm like, "It's Newfoundland," and they're like, "Bing, bing, bing, correct." I'm like. Oh, right. But other times when they pronounce miss wrong, you are like, uh, uh, you didn't say missus. I'm like, but oh, it's okay to call us New Finland. No, no <laughs> marks, no <laughs> marks for him. It's very important to pronounce it correctly. I, I want to ask you guys too, because again, with the new song that you have out called Alma Mater, I know that one of your posts on Instagram was talking about like telling or asking people what their Alma Mater is. So I wore this. This is mine. It's uh, Carleton University Ooh. in Ottawa. Very so, well, um, there we go. Very familiar. Sh- shout out to Carlton. I want to ask you guys in writing that song, what was your process? Why alma mater? Was it something that you were like, I'm happy to be a part of an alma mater, or was it just more or less like it goes together? It just rhymed with water. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> no, but it was like, I know we, we spoke of it before going live. I, yeah. I don't know if it was mentioned, but we like to keep our lyrics very descriptive. And written that verse, and I was like, "Took you out, sat down by the water." And then, like when I thought of all the water, I don't know how it came up, but it was dead. And I'm like, "Oh shit, that's sick!" And whenever there's something that sticks out to me to us in a song, I thought, "Oh, I find that's what we'll try calling it." Yeah. And then when we, I brought it to the guys, and I, "Come on, you guys gotta help me play like play this. I think it's good. It's sick. We can play it all together." And then we're just jamming, and I think Jared was like humming the and then we were yeah, we just first got the yeah, yeah. That's me and alex at the beginning like we didn't alma mater is not really a canadian term I, I don't know i think you would agree kind of thing me and alex didn't know what it meant right away at the beginning and it alex is. still has a hard time pronouncing it but alma mater. I, I did. <laughs> alma mater. You know, saying alma mater, but at the beginning we kind of were trying to figure like every time Jake goes, oh yeah, we're gonna work on alma alma gobbler, like we didn't know what it was called. And I didn't know what it referred to, and, and I, well, I'd heard it. We don't use it in Canada as much, but in the states, I find, yeah, I'm pretty sure they always use it. It's like this is my alma mater. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. It's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. 
See, Alex, that was them secretly trying to get you out of the group. They were like, if he can't say this word, he'll probably yeah, just oh, quit. It almost happened. <laughs> it almost happened. You went in with an ultimatum one day, and you're like, guys, change the name of the song, or I'm quitting. They're like, oh, my God, that would be the worst thing ever. And then when you leave, they're like, yes. so Basically, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> once, once they gave me a second chance. And he's yeah. still the wrong. <laughs> well, if it if it works, it works. I mean, I have a hard time with, with like even trying to get that out. That time, I was like, man, I'm probably gonna butcher it, and they're gonna pick up on it. But like, <laughs> I I mean, if I said it ten times fast, someone like, did you just say Alma matters? And I'd be like, oh no, don't start this again. It's like yeah. I don't know if you noticed in some of the captions, we put um, Alma mater with me, Alma mater with you. Oh <laughs> yeah, I feel like when I watch a hockey game, there are people that really hate me because. When uh, I think it's like Oli Mata touches the puck, I'll be like, if it only Mata'd, and they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be like get yeah. out. You're that yeah. guy. Or when I was younger, because I think he's retired now, but it was like Johnny Oduya. And every time yeah. like the announcer would be like, Oduya. Johnny Oduya yeah. with the puck, I'm like, or Johnny Odoncha. <laughs> and then they're just like, go away. I'm just still like, all right. Jeez, tough room. There you go. Coming up with some of the the music, because I know we were talking a little bit of Alma Mater there, and uh, Pretty House was another one I really liked. We kind of discussed it prior to coming live, but just to kind of recap it here, like, tell me a little bit more about the Pretty House, like how that all came to be, because I had told you that sometimes when I listen to those lyrics, I'm just like, I don't get it. What happened? Why did they come up with it this way? But again, after you listen to the whole song, you're like, eh, all right, I like it. Like there, I, yeah. there's obviously there's obviously in certain songs like I listen to uh, Britney Spears hit me baby one more time and I like it, but I'm a little bit confused when it's like hit me baby one more time. Like what? What does that mean, Britney? You <laughs> interpret it on your. That's actually that's exactly the rea- that's exactly the reaction we were hoping to get from like our fans and stuff as they finish listening to the song. They go, ah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears. <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm glad. You always say you'll make meetings like. You'll make a meeting, or you'll you'll find a meeting if there's no direct meeting. But that one, I think it, it has one. It's very hidden. Yeah. But I I think I started that one with the verse, and I came home one day, and my mom was literally cleaning out the doorway, and she was having people over, her friends that I've known forever. So I went downstairs, picked up a guitar like I usually do, and I'll just jam or try writing something, and that's how I started the song. And then I tried to make sense of it. And really, it's about like the first verse is you're just alone, you're looking for love, you can't find love, but then, but at the end of the day, you know that what makes a pretty house a home, somebody to love, you know. Yeah, and then, nice. then the second verse kind of talks about what happens if you never do find that lover. You you end up focusing on your job, your work. You focus on money. You drink, like turn your water into wine, dollars to dollars. Yeah, there's a bit of a dark side. To it's the, a bit darker. Yeah, yeah. You listen to the lyrics of the, the second verse, especially. It's like, yeah, I was writing up the lyrics for when we we um, submitted it to to our streaming platforms and stuff, and I was like, huh, it's actually pretty dark, Jake. Are you good, man? <laughs> but, exactly. but anyways, uh, what, what's interesting about Pretty House is it's the first song that we made all together after like quarantine here stopped, and okay. it was like, uh, and we just had this new studio that we're in right now. Um, basically renovated in Jeremy's basement, so that, that that's why it's special to me. You know, pretty house. It's it's cool. It was uh, tough to come together with it too, because to make it like, because we had been so long since we were together, we actually had a big break. We couldn't work on yeah. music with COVID. Yeah, we're all working like individually and stuff. So yeah, but it felt good to finally be all together for that one. Yeah, but uh, it took us a while to kind of get the momentum, like and drive ourselves forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but it taught us a new way of kind of going about a song. It was cool. 
I like though, like, so in my aspect, because I, I will explain this, so like how I kind of stumbled across the song was like, you know, back in the day, you had like, say, much music, and that's where you've seen videos. You'd go on LimeWire, give your computer a disease that did not deserve. Sorry, computer. But like, you're going to use it forever. It you'd done. still be like, you, you'd still fun. be like, it would be like your, your family computer, but like, you have six viruses. It's like, what happened? You're <laughs> like, all I did was download a Backstreet Boys song. I don't understand. And then your brother was like, that's the virus. You're the virus. And I'm like, sorry. But, with spotify now and instagram like you see sponsored ads like i know friends from here that do music and you're yeah. all somewhere across theirs and i think that's cool yeah. but in a way i think it's kind of neat because now you don't know if the act is from like the united states canada uk because it's just scrolling and i, I will be honest with you guys when i first heard uh pretty house i was just kind of like man, this is a really good song. I'm like, the, these people are going to be like super hard to get on this podcast because they're probably going to be from the States. They're probably going to be big in their hometown. And when I was like, oh, they're Canadian. Awesome. Great. And then when, and then, and, and then when it was like the message, when you actually have a message feature on the, your Instagram, I was like, that's great. And you had a contact and I was like, cool. So it's easy to contact. But like when I first contact you and someone responded pretty quickly, I was like, Oh, good. Like they actually give a shit about their fans. And number two, that's good because you're actually engaging with someone. Cause I find with PR and I know I'm kind of in the PR realm, but like, man, sometimes they're just still like, yeah, he's not, he's totally busy. He's not doing it. Like, dude, I just seen him on Instagram asking, Hey, if you guys are free, chat me up. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. and then he, and then you know, the PR is going back to that person. Like, why are you doing this? Now I'm getting a lot of emails. And it's like, absolutely. I'll do those interviews. It's like I'm your PR. I will decide what interviews you do. I'm just like, just let them do the do, let them do the interview. God. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it's cool to do something like this though. We don't really care how much followers you have or whatever. For us, it's just fun to talk to, to someone who's interested, you know? Yeah. yeah. Good practice for us as well for like, you know, where, where, where we're trying to go is obviously like we're trying to take over the world. So <laughs> like, no, seriously. So when we get to, um, you know, for, for us in the future, when we're doing future interviews and stuff, it's good. We haven't, we haven't had a chance to do this too, too often. So, Yes. Well, that, that's that's good because I want to keep I want to make sure you guys keep yourselves genuine and sincere because if you get a PR firm, uh, from my understanding of it, they'll be like, "All right, they're going to throw this question at you. I want you to answer it this way." And yeah, be careful, uh, or you're the one sending the questions over, right? Like, yeah. Well, they do do that. There are people that will say when I do interviews where it's like, "Can you send me four or five questions to get them prepped?" Sure. I'm like, "Okay," but I feel like as a PR person, I guess myself, like I'm not after the TMZ like thing to get anyone in trouble but i can understand from a pr's perspective they're like they're gonna ask you this question be careful how you answer it because they can spin that another way and i'm like that's why i don't like the media side as much so i'm like like they were nice enough to come on your show and now you're trying to make them look bad because yeah. you're gonna edit a clip together it's like i don't know you could have a kanye interview where it gets totally taken out of context and you're like i'm gonna watch the whole interview which no one has the time to do anymore yeah. and then they're like that's not what he said but then there's ones that you're like, okay, maybe it is what I said. Like I watched a clip and it's still pretty trendy where it's like Kanye compares himself to like, you don't have the answers. I have the answers. And I'm just like, if you take that clip just in general, like, man, that guy's crazy. But then if you go and watch the whole interview, you're kind of like, ah, maybe the interviewer is kind of getting on his nerves, kind of picking at him. So I get where he's kind of yeah. like, can you please shut the hell up so I can talk? <laughs> it's scary. Like how they could just portray you in such a different way. Because I even see it too. I see always these headline news. This person did that, and if I don't look into it, it's not true. Yeah, it could not be true. It could be flipped yeah. in an entirely different yeah. way. And uh, it's bad. Like I think we 
sorry to go off topic a bit, but no, just go I, for I, it. How like media kind of shapes so things, you know? Like I've been watching a lot of music documentaries recently, and there's like the Britney Spears one that came out, which is fucking nuts. Like yeah, how she got into like not she, but her her dad and everything. It's like what the fuck and yeah. and the Amy Winehouse one too, and it's like these these people have so much pressure on them from the media and all these paparazzis on them like all the time it's like i don't want to ever live through that i don't think yeah. we will but it's just like the, how the media like really like messes with you like that it's 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 crazy and it's cool that we're kind of separate from the entity of group project like yeah it's yeah. jacob jeremy we're not a solo act. we collectively are group project but if i'm out on my own like i don't feel like group project i'm just jacob and it's yeah. cool to keep that separate in a way so we're not liable to that yeah. stuff. I feel like, and, and I like your example there, Alex, because it's like the one that I was going to bring up there is Justin Bieber for me. Like, yeah. uh, I remember when I was younger, like I just hated the guy's guts just because I no felt reason, like, he, right? Yeah, like I just felt like, like he was he, a. Cunt. Everyone was like, "Oh fuck, this guy's just jealous." Guy. You're like, he's, he's so talented, and his music, even if you listen to the, the early shit, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just he, he came around it. No, he can't. It's good music. It's good music. Yeah. just everyone was like, "Oh, it's shit." But why is it shit? Just because everyone else said it's shit. He, he, he came across. I feel bad for him, man, because he's so talented. To, and like, to me, he came across when he was younger. It was just like this kind of cocky, arrogant. Like I remember watching. I'm a big fan of Conan O'Brien, and like Conan yeah. had him on, and like they dropped a whole bunch of like mini eggs, and and then like the crowd was laughing, and like as a, I guess as like an entertainer, I'm like, just take it. It's just a moment of fun. But like he took it like so personally that people were laughing that he like really started chucking the eggs at like the crowd. And I was like, oh, no like damn, like why, why are you so mad about? But like you forget that they grow up in the <laughs> media and they're like 15 or 16 and like everything they do is scrutinized. Yeah. Um, it's so bad. It's bad. yeah. And like, I feel like there's one recent clip that I, I kind of, I'm not like a big Bieber fan, but like there comes a point in time where you're like, you look at a line and say, okay, whose side are you on here? Because there was one that TMZ said, I guess they were trying to make him look bad, but there was fans outside his house. And he literally came out and said to the fan, like right front and center. Cause she wanted to hug. And he's like, listen, this is my house. Like I'm asking you, please leave. And they were just screaming in his ear. And then he kind of just gave her like a shove. Like, okay, I tried my best. You're not listening. Like I'm mad. And then TMZ made it look like Justin Bieber's a total douche. I'm like, no, he's not. Like he asked you nicely to leave yeah. his property and yeah, you yeah. didn't. And you showed like, up unexpectedly, like I would be pissed too. Yeah, like it's the one that they show of my favorite. Like I, uh, it's like Toby Maguire's one where like the guy's like right up the paparazzi is right up in it, and he's like, "Can you fucking move?" It's like I cannot yeah. see, and then they make him look bad. I'm like, yeah. "No, you're the asshole. He has to drive." Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so it's like all in how it's presented, but I guess as you get older, you kind of, I guess like same with you guys because you're kind of like the media side, the music side. You see it all again, watching documentaries, you learn through it. But I believe as a kid, if someone showed me these clips, I'd probably be like, yeah, Tommy McGuire is a real asshole. But as you get older, you're like, no, maybe back up because he asked you probably three times nicely before that clip. Can you not do that? But you choose yeah. to take that clip where he flips out. Cause you're like, people are going to love him flipping out. Yeah. It's like, well, that's why they, do it. they do it to get yeah. them flipping out. I guess me and oh, Jake for, for, sure. for years, me and Jake have been trying to get clips like out of Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we just get them all riled up all day. And like, I have a little hidden camera. Right? Yeah. 
Anyway, I feel like I video compilation one day of Alex just freaking out. Oh yeah, just, and then that and then that gets trending online, and then like when people do future interviews with you, they're like, I I really like Jeremy, I like Jacob, but like I was, Alex is literally the nicest kid between the two. Alex's answers could be like the very nicest of all of you, but they're like, I felt like he was a little bit rude. I'm like, why? Why do you feel he's rude? Because I saw clips earlier, and I'm like, okay, but those clips were like, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm sure, I'm sure if like we ever had like Bieber on this podcast, and Bieber was like very nicely said, Brian, like it's been 50 minutes, I have to go, and I'd be like, that's fine. But if I wanted to get like clicks, I would keep on digging at him until the point where he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. off, I told yeah. you 50 minutes. I'd be like, there you go, there's the clip. But yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm not that type because no. it just, it's just clickbait. Yeah, it's not even that good. What other interest do you have outside of music? Like in the downtime, because I know we're kind of coming out of COVID. I'd like to believe it because I see like fans all back in the stands at hockey games. Yes, it's still ongoing, but I don't feel it's as severe. But like, what were you guys doing during like lockdown or COVID to keep you busy or sane? Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are. A few years after we left our previous jobs, we've been busy. We have a podcast. I know, you're thinking who doesn't, but ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. I uh, personally made a very good friend called Beer. Um, <laughs> nice. Beer became a very, very, very good friend of mine. I already was, but we got closer during that time. Um, also hockey, a lot of hockey, like... Um, they, so obviously the first few months they were off they the, the playoff bubbles being a Habs fan, like they had a pretty good, like, I guess one and a half rounds, you can call it um, in that playoff bubble. And then like there's the whole fall where they're really building their team up for the shortened season that they had last year. So yeah. Music for me was the thing that really kept me sane. Like when it was not because I was, like, we'd play, I'd play on my own there. But then when summer came around, I was golfing, going to the outdoor rink, watching hockey, like chair, fantasy football, Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. But music, primarily, like that was my escape. Like if I was in my when it was the heat of the lockdown, I would go downstairs and I had my piano, my guitar, and at least I I had nothing else to worry about, which was sick for two weeks, and then it got I was going crazy. Because at the same time, yeah. just on that note, like you have to realize we're still not doing this full time, right? Like we still so Jake's got like a full time job, and this is kind of like all the spare time we have, we dedicate to this. And yeah, I'm like school, full time school job. job. Yeah. Alex is in school job, and we're you know this is like kind of our escape for me, like. What was keeping me sane? Well, I was, I was fine with staying home. It was cool. But definitely playing guitar more than ever. I think we all got better during that time, like individually. But going on hikes, walking outside, going to the outdoor ring, seeing friends from a distance, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, staying active and definitely like being in nature for me was uh, keeping me sane during that time. I feel like COVID gave me a really good excuse for like seeing friends from a distance where it's like a friend that like one of your best friends you're obviously going to make time for, but like one of these other friends that you're like, I'm kind of friends with you, but it's association with someone else. And it's like, 
It's like, hey, do you got time to do this? I'm like, man, COVID can't yeah, really do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect excuse. And now when it starts to go away, I've actually seen like memes online where it's like, okay, what's our next excuse here? Roll out another one so we can yeah. yeah. we can we can use it because it's literally like we're having a house party tonight. We're inviting everyone. Do you want to come? I'm like covid i really yeah. don't feel Dude, like it's been it. 20 years. i'm sorry i just yeah. really don't feel like I don't it. Yeah, yeah. Like you. you're like swine flu <laughs> yeah yeah I, it's like I, I broke my leg it's like you can still come to the party i'm like damn it i need a better excuse it's like i have a baby they're like oh god stay away i'm like good great <laughs> like that that no, do I have no? I don't have a baby. I I mean, I feel bad if if I did have a baby. I'm sure I wouldn't be like that productive with podcasting. Or worse, I would have to call this Tobin tonight and baby, and then I'd be like, and I'd be like, where's the baby part? I'd be like, hold on, I'll bring her in, and then it's like, just have it planted here, and I feel like I really enjoy the baby segments. It's like Brian, this is way past your bedtime. I'm like, yeah, but it's called Tobin tonight and baby. If I don't deliver the baby, nobody's gonna watch. No one's. Yeah, I guess it's like. A bit of the funny part of it stuff like when you actually go to see live movies or tv shows and it's like i i forget sometimes when you watch a scooby-doo movie that dog doesn't exist it's just someone either in costume or a voice actor because i think i think it's like yeah yeah no way yeah it's like i think i watched scooby-doo like the first movie the first movie that came out and then when they do interviews with them oh there's fray prince jr great uh, there's like the other actors that's involved and I'm like so who's going to interview Scooby-Doo and then they're like are you okay there is no Scooby-Doo like, there is a Scooby-Doo it's just that it's not an actual like thing or imagine how lame that be that the voice actor just shows up and like doesn't do the voice and just yes yeah. <laughs> oh that would be so unprofessional that would be like the worst thing ever it's like when they had I think like Tom Holland pretending to be like Spider-Man and the guy asked him so is Tom Holland like English or any and then like confused. He's like, no, I can do an American accent. And the guy just seems so crushed because he's like, Oh shit. Like I didn't know that you were English. And I'm like, if anything, that's to me the opposite. Where I'm like, damn, you got an accent? Cool. That's great. Yeah. It's always cooler to have an accent. I feel I feel like when I listen to some of your songs, I can I can somewhat get a twang from your songs with some accents. And I feel like that's a good thing because I know people have been like English people fake it the whole time. Go listen to one of their songs. They speak great. And I'm just still like all right, but music is music, man. Like, how, why, why you got to bring it down Adele because she has an accent? So, but there are definitely songs where I pick up on the accent, and I'm like, man, that sounds so, that's cool. Yeah, I think we've got that a lot with Jake's voice sounding like Canadian, foreign to, to, to Canadian. Like, so, like, do you have people though yeah. that will? Ask, do you have people that like mistaken? Like, I don't know how many interviews you do, but like, do you have people that will come up to you and think like, oh, you guys are from Montreal? I thought you were from blah blah blah. Like, from oh, you speak English, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe a lot of people think we're from states. Maybe. Oh, I've got. Well, my sister used to think I sang like British. Like, yeah, I can. I, I can see that. It's because of my L's or my R's. It's because I've listened to a lot of Ed Sheeran growing up. And the, I think. And he actually does. You can tell that he's British. I find in a lot of his songs. Yeah. yeah. But, it's also the popular, like, just, I don't know. I feel like that's a very popularized way of, like, singing in pop or a lot of, you know, popular yeah. music just being, like, that you pronounce something, like, I don't, know, I don't know what the example would be, but just pronouncing it in, like, clean Canadian English would just sound yeah. like you're, like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, well, I'll give, you, I'll, give you, I'll give you the, um, like, the tag in here. But it's, like, when I listen to Wonderwall or when I'm a kid, I'm singing it. Wonder wall. No, I'm, so like, I'm like for the you're there. They're going, you're my wonder wall. So it's yeah, like, it's, not, it's not. It's not. You're my, my wonder, wonder wall. wall. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds lame. Well, it's funny. Yeah. I, I took singing lessons during sure. COVID, so that was kind of 
and that was the first time I had done it, but I got a bit of a lesson on Americans talk with their cheeks, French people oh, wow. like through their nose, like it's actually fact. And that's and so do Quebecers, like the French Quebec talks, they talk with their cheeks. So it's easier to sing if your accent is from your cheeks, apparently. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I, I guess that's why Celine Dion's so good because it's like French Canadian and like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have actually picked up on that, but I know like listening to certain songs, like if they're an Australian band, you pick up on some of it. Yeah. But I, I just noticed that was my go-to example with Oasis. Cause like, I'm sure if you sang that in a bar without the accent appeal, it's like wonder while they're like, man, you're off key. It's supposed <laughs> to be wonder while wow. it's the perception. It doesn't like slot into the song the way as well. You know? yeah. yeah. Or if it's the, I guess someone trying to sound the different way. It's like Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. No, it's exactly like, the example. That, yeah. that, but that's like yeah. the classic, like pop punk, like, where are oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so, yeah, so, no, I'm, so, so I'm, I'm here with my friends. That's <laughs> kind of just fits their whole vibe of like being very rebellious and like against the system. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. recordings, Jeremy's often like, try like this, maybe sing it like this. So I'll give it different tones and then we'll right. kind of see what fits best. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a mix of both. So it depends, but but I'm glad, or I at least hope that despite the different tones, I can still sound consistent. I hope. (laughs) Yeah. Like with with bands, obviously, like you have like distinct voices or distinct sounds you'll pick up on. Like I know for me, Blink-182, that was like Tom, like not no offense to Mark or Travis, but it's like hearing Tom sing a certain chord or certain note. I'm like, I can't sing like I miss you or whatever and not do the tom DeLong voice if someone's yeah, like yeah. you you didn't do it correctly i'm just like yeah. i sang it i just didn't do tom's voice they're like it's not the same it's definitely not the same especially with like 182 mm-hmm. yeah That's there that. have been on like on youtube there have been ones where it's like you can listen to like angel and airwaves and the and they put in brackets like before tom's voice changed i'm like what the fuck do you mean and then it's like this is how it would sound if a blink 182 did and i'm like they both sound good but I think Angel and Airwaves kind of go with Tom's voice a little bit more just because of the, I guess it's growth and the way he wants to pre- be presented. Yeah. But I think that project was really like what he wanted to do. Yeah. yeah like I just thought it was interesting because I like Angels and Airwaves too. And I liked Plus 44. I like Boxcar Racer. Yeah. But to me, it's almost like this seems more Tomish as he grows, where like I, I do still like uh, Blink 182, but just the old Blink to me is almost like, yeah, that's Tom. That's Tom's old voice. Angel Airwaves is almost like, this is Tom now as he's matured somewhat. Yeah. We'll see an art- artist progress. Like even us, we had our songs from when we first started compared to our songs now and compared to our even more recent songs are always progressing and changing, evolving, mm-hmm. and it's super fun to see. But again, it's, sometimes it's, it's nice to hang on to the roots of an artist. It's like this, it's nice to see where they kind of started and their progression because I know we we kind of discussed a little bit of like the Ed Sheeran appeal, but like I think I first got into Ed Sheeran when I was in university, and I think it was like the A Team, and I was like I'm okay with it, it's okay, but like oh, I no. noticed like now he's a little bit more pop than a more than why it was like folk, but I'm like it's still Ed Sheeran as long as he's singing his style, what way he wants to do it. Like I will be the first to say, and I probably said on many interviews that I was not a big fan of T Swift, Taylor Swift, when it was like first coming out. Cause I was like, man, why does she hate every guy ever? But like, <laughs> yeah. when I go, when I go back and listen to some of her like recent stuff that she's redone, I'm like, I did not know how important you were to my, uh, to my upbringing, Taylor. It's like, yeah. I did like, <laughs> I, I, I did not like your song, but now song I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not like the songs, but I know every word. She, she's an amazing <laughs> songwriter. I've, uh, yeah, I've, she's really good. Yeah, I, I thought Alex was just meant to be like, I met her. We actually wrote a song. I'd be like, hold on, 
Hold hold the pizza, Alex. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> to, to kind of uh, clue this up a little bit, because I, I don't want to keep you too, too long. Um, do you want to have a bit of like the fun aspect of this podcast? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. That's basically telling me that everything else before this was not fun. No. We love the said first. Yeah, that's true. That's it's on me. I want to ask you first, like, what is your goal for 2022, and where do you see this going long term? I know that's a little bit of a loaded question, but I feel like a lot of people will be like, "Well, I just hope we continue to do more music and more like uh, release a CD." But I'm like, I want an interesting answer from you guys. World domination. We're going to take over the world. <laughs> I would say we, we like to dream in steps, and I find that a good way of going about it. I would say by next fall. I, we like our numbers to be extent like substantially higher in terms of streams, followers, and just overall reach, and yeah. hopefully get to do like some festivals this More summer. Shows, if we could do yeah. like at least one festival this summer, I think it's lo- things are looking good. And then shows, we'll be happy. And, yeah, and like from a less like analytical like business perspective, I think we. Uh, we just want more people to hear our stuff, and we want to you know grow our fan base. We want to like keep connecting with people and. Um, we just want to make, we want to put out songs next year. We feel we, we have a few already and we're, we're working on more, but we really, really feel we have a few that like people are going to really connect with. And, um, you know, people are going to think are special the people that do already follow us and yeah. hopefully they'll help us reach new people that, you know, will find us and hopefully like us. Yeah. And for, for me, it's like, I find music is a very hard industry to, to make it in, you know, like we've been doing this for like five years now yeah. and we, we've, we've come a long way. We have, but like, we're still working still in school so we can't do this like full-time as a job really so for me like a big goal for next year would be to like financially be stable just for music or at least a good amount of my finance coming from from music definitely landing some radio plays getting some more interviews on like uh news stations and growing our fan base and play more shows getting a feature with like a really awesome artist on one of our songs would be a awesome goal for next well year. i mean i mean give me 60 years and i'll i'll continue working on that song that i was doing <laughs> <laughs> you don't have 60 years Toby. You have one. No, that, that, that's fair i mean if you're still doing it in 60 years i'll be like hey i finally finished that song and they'll be like who are you be like I'm, I'm tobin tonight with the baby now and it's like it's no longer a baby <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'd be like, dude, you can change your branding. I'd be like, no, people have come to like the baby, and then they expect me to bring it. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be cool too. But I just, I would love it if, like, that's what he meant. I know, but I thought immediately, like, the baby, just on Jake was saying, like, of them, like dreaming and steps and stuff. I think like our big step dream next year is get ourselves to the point, just like um, listener wise, fans wise, audience wise, where the following year we'll really, really be able to go and do like our first big tour. And like Jeremy, I was going to go back to what you said is like, that's what ultimately it's so that our music is heard. Cause we have, I like to think we write some good songs that, with meaning. And I find that's lacking in a lot of, not to diss any other artists. We're better than meaning, everyone else. But <laughs> we want to contribute to the, the industry with some meaning, meaningful songs. And we're, you know, that's important to us. And I hope that those songs get heard to yeah. inspire people or make people feel something, whatever that something might be. 
Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's happiness, depression, something. I know when I listen to like an Eminem song, there's times that I'm like revved up, ready to check someone in ball hockey. They're like, you're going to get kicked out immediately. I'm like, it's worth it. There's, <laughs> there's, uh, there, there's other times I will turn on like, yeah, like there's other times I'll turn it on an Eminem song and I'm like, I can't relate to it. But then I make up a scenario where I feel like I should, where it's almost <laughs> yeah. like, it's like I'm cleaning out my closet. I'm like, Eminem, my closet's pretty clean. No one's really, like, no one's really done me dirty. And then I'll like, but imagine if someone did you be like, oh, that Catherine. And it's like, yeah. who's Catherine? Exactly. Like, I don't know. As a, as a kid, like, listen, I listened to a lot of Eminem as a kid. Yeah, and like, it did. Nice. Some of those songs that, like, it hypes you up, but, like, makes you, I was kind of like, yeah, I've got all these problems. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, like, all like, wow, my life is so messed up. I'm just like Eminem. I was like, I'm just like Eminem. It's like, you know. Oh, I, I, I've, I've done that before when I was like in grade five, going to a basketball game, listening to like, um, I was either like just lose it or whatever. And I'm just still like, just okay. Or like live for the moment or like uh, sing for the moment. And it's like, Brian, yeah. it's literally grade five basketball. Like, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> he's brought the hockey stick just bird feeding across he's checking guys yeah, in his yeah, face yeah, like yeah. So actually, like 20 20 was my pump up song you know without me you would what is it even for the team i was like you guys gotta listen to this song this like this it just gets me going yeah. my go-to like my go-to i'll let alex give one too but my go-to like right now is i think it's like and i've seen it in commercials i think it's like I, I don't know the song of it, but it's like Jay Z. They used it in a FIFA commercial. I think it might be Animal or something that's called. But like, it's just yeah. got like really good bars to begin with. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, how can you listen to this and not be amped up to like want to take on the world? That's it. That's yeah. what. That's how bars make me feel too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, bars as in like club bars, or do you mean like rapper bars? No, I meant club bars. I didn't even. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah perfect. Uh, Alex, what, why would yours like pump up song be like? I guess like you know when they were telling Please. you about alma alma mater and they weren't including you, what got you so angry that you're like fuck these guys? <laughs> um, probably uh, Adele's new song "Easy on Me." Oh, really? <laughs> no. no, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a pump up song. Uh, I like rap too, like old school rap. So maybe something like that. Um, okay. The Black Eyed Peas one we listened to before. Yeah, pump it, pump it louder. That's a good one. TNT by ACDC. That's oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, 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 I listen to ACDC in the morning sometimes. Yeah. Just gets me going. Yeah. Listen, Alex, if you did have to say Adele's one, I wouldn't judge you because it's all in the preference of how you, yeah, yeah, it's all in the preference. I, I would love it going into like a hockey locker room and like, you know, when every, every guy gets a two is a sign. Yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's a Win or it's like, lose. It's like this. Yeah. You got to keep your game away from the emotion and focus yeah. on the game plan. So it's just, you either just let it it's all just, I could just see, I could just see like Alex doing a big pump up speech. He's like, we're going to come back from this game. We're going to cream them. And this is the song I chose. Take me. <laughs> and then they're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Why don't you listen to Baldi's Before You Go? That pumps me up too. Funny, funny really? enough. Yeah, oh. Before You Go is a fuck. Oh, Isn't yeah. That allowed in your car? He drives, he takes his pants off, ties them oh, around I his head, and sticks uh... his head on the sun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. I, I I like those. Those are good examples. Well, I was going to say. Too many songs, man. Just like, I, oh, I love everything. So I, I love everything. Can't choose just one. 
No, that, that's fair. I'm I feel like that's... on the spot to be like when someone's like, "Yo, what's your favorite song?" or "What's your pump up song?" or whatever. I'm like, "What's your favorite color?" What's <laughs> <laughs> your name? <laughs> what is it? No, for, for, for music, for music especially, it's just like there's too much stuff out there. Yeah, like I feel like it's like when people are like, "What's your?" Yeah. Like, I I know it's loaded, but it's like, "What's your favorite like actor musician?" Yeah. or like, yeah. you know, and or like, "What's your inspiration?" or "Who was your inspiration?" Like, there's always going to be more than one. Yeah. But to, to me, it's almost like I, I have a go-to, but over years, it develops. So I know when I was younger, I was probably like, I really like the Backstreet Boys. And then when I got older, I'm like, I really like Ed Sheeran. I really like yeah. All Time Low. I like, but like, it's something. If you take something from everything, it's good. But I don't like people that are like, I only like this type of music. I'm like, man, you are missing out on so much more. Like, there are people who hate country. That's okay. But I'm like, do you like this? They're like, no. I like rock and that's it. I'm like, man, you miss out. So many good artists. Yeah, there's yeah. so much good music out there. Yeah, for sure. I think all uh, kind of pick and choose like a bit of everything, right? Like, I don't know, Alex listens to like freaking classical music in his car sometimes. So it's just like when it's <laughs> do. Yeah. There's something good. I listen to jazz from classical to punk rock to rap to. I want to see you make a CD with all those combos in bind. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah. yeah. Just like yeah. One, yeah. Reggae, <laughs> I like rock. There's nothing I can't listen to really, unless yeah. it's screamo rock, maybe. That's fair. I can't yeah, stand screamo. I'm yeah, sure yeah. you'll find the all ball where you're like, that is a sick song. Yeah, every yeah. genre you'll be like, that's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin was in a screamo band, funny enough. And there's yeah. some songs I like, so you're right. There's um like some of our managers always told us since we started working with them, Stefan is like a good song's a good song. So yeah. Regardless, even within our own like music, we kind of will tend to like we'll stretch things one way, another way, you know, uh, genre wise. So yeah, like I like that. The song into like one instrument, one yeah. like the voice. And if I you think can cover of any genre, it's yeah, like, that's a good song. That's how you know it's a good song. And I find I think a lot of our songs can do that. Yeah, like sometimes like Pretty House was a song that started very stripped, like an acoustic, folky kind of song. And I think it would sound good if we really slowed it down too. But it could also sound good probably like as a rap. Yeah. <laughs> Most of our songs though, if you heard like the original like like jam out of the song, you'd be like, how the fuck did that yeah, go from this to How this? did Jeremy ruin this? He pronounced something the wrong way, but he's like, man, it just sounds so much better when I sing it like this. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderwall. Yeah. Wonderwheel. There's other songs that I feel like when you listen to them, like going off that a little bit where it's like, you think it should be pronounced the other way around and it's not, but then you get entrenched with that. Like I know listening to say like Australian bands or sometimes you're just still like, I don't like how you sing that. And then you're just like, but now I've grown accustomed to you singing it that way that I can't imagine someone doing a cover and it's not sung that way. Like again, going back to like, I guess the Oasis reference, it's like, if someone's like perfect voice, like just say Adele covered it, not saying that she would. And she doesn't do that. I'd be like, Oh, Adele. Nine out of ten. She's like, where did I lose the one mark? I'm like, you didn't do Wonderwall. She'd just be like, I don't care what you think. I'm like, good. Just go release more music. Do you. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Group Project for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying thanks for listening and good night. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. 
And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.